are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is, of course, brought to you by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com today and find the greatest prices for your car parts and needs over at rockauto.com. Today, we are going to go over the latest signings for the Calgary Flames. Dylan Dubé has inked a three-year deal with the Calgary Flames, and we could not be more excited... There is plenty of untapped potential there, and of course, we do have to go over the other RFA signings, and we are going to rate Brad Tree Living's offseason thus far, as it is the end of August, and I feel like nothing has really moved the needle towards a playoff team. So stick around for today's episode, and of course, make sure that you are subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames on YouTube as well, as video content will be tuning in there, and uh, you know, you never want to miss a great time. So moments before I started recording today's show, Dylan Dubé's deal was announced, and he is here for another three years with an average annual value of 2.3 million dollars so he is my making right around the mark of uh, Mangiapane so you know he's he's earned those big boy bucks and he'll probably see a little bit more in his next contract I think that there is so much untapped potential there with Dubé he had a fantastic season this year and he had a career high of tw- uh, 11 goals rather and he did not get to go to Worlds due to a late season concussion that unfortunately left him sidelined. I would also like to apologize in advance for any audio issues that you may be noticing in this because I have been struggling with my wonderful expensive microphone and you know when one thing goes well another thing hops off. (laughs) What I'm looking forward to most about this deal is seeing how much Dubé will develop and you know he's obviously not a bad player now by any means but I think he's really coming into his own and finally stepping out of his young phase (laughs) I like I don't know how to describe it but he's finally entering the prime isn't the right word but you know he's finally entering his NHL potential and I'm very much looking forward to that and I think that he just he has it all I really think that he is a player that you could put anywhere in the lineup and we've seen that we've seen him on the top line we've seen him in the middle six we've seen him on the bottom line and he has a really nice game that I think is something that the Flames really need I think the Flames need a versatile player like him and I think my cat agrees because he is just chiming in all over the place today but I don't think it's an overpayment by any means. I know some people are kind of, uh, I don't want to say quick to judge because I don't think that quick to judge is the right word there, right phrasing there, but I think that he'll prove that he is worth every dollar. I just, I have a very difficult time thinking that this is an overpayment. You know, he just... There's so much potential there, and I'm so excited to watch him 
blossom. And, you know, I've said this about Mangiapani. I believe I said it last offseason too. So, you know, this offseason is Dubé's reputation era, if you will, where he's going to come out and prove that he is a, a badass and he, you know, has what it takes to just kind of fill the vacant roles on this team. And one of my favorite things about him is his uh, the defensive aspect to his game. I think that he is a good 200-foot player, and the Flames really don't have too many players like that. And I don't think that you're ever going to get that out of Johnny Gaudreau, and that's just not the type of player Gaudreau is. That's not what he was drafted for. And it's, you know, to have Dubé, who is a few years younger than Johnny, come in and be able to play like that is great. I think that it's worthwhile and it's uh, it's going to be worth something to this team. And one of my favorite things about Dubé is the fact that he is just full on vibing in Calgary this summer. Fans have seen him out at, um, you know, the football games. They've taken pictures with him. Fans have met him at like hockey shops. And the other day he was joking about how, you know, if if Jack Eichel does come to Calgary, he is most definitely gone in that trade. And I just, it's so funny to me. I just, he seems like a really down to earth guy. He reminds me of somebody that you would just want to grab a beer with after work. Like he, he's like that guy in the office that, his wife makes too many cupcakes and you know she's like oh honey bring them to work and like there's always food in the in the break room because of him and he just seems like a really nice guy and everybody that's met him this summer agrees that's what they're saying so you know cheers to Dubé for living his best life hot Dubé summer if you will but I am seriously just looking forward to watching him grow there's like Something about him and Mangiapane that really strike me, that really intrigue me, and I'm very interested to see how their careers go, and I don't necessarily just mean their time in Calgary, and, you know, if the time does come when they, you know, move on, um, I'll still be interested to watch because I think the Calgary system is very interesting, and I think that every other NHL team has an interesting system as well but coming up next we're gonna take a look at the other RFA signings and the Zadorov uh, overpayment there so don't touch that dial and stay tuned in Locked on Flames is just a blast to host because I get to share some very exciting things with you guys hockey related but then I also get to tell you about products that I use in my everyday life and Rock Auto is one of those products or services. My car window got stuck down for about a month because uh, the, I don't remember what it's called, but the basically the window burnt out, the motor burnt out. So it was stuck down for a month and I took it to the mechanic and they were like, okay, um, buy the parts and I'll fix it for you. And in my head, I knew that I was going to rockauto.com. Like he gave me a list of websites and all these competitors, but rockauto.com had the best pricing for my right front window rotator. I don't remember what it's called, but I ordered it and it's 
on its way to the shop or sorry, it's on its way here and then I'll bring it to the shop and get it fixed so much easier than going through a, you know, a chain store that just gives you a headache because the condescending teenager behind the counter, it just doesn't care. And Rock Auto does care. They are a family owned business that has been serving you and your friends and family for over 20 years. So head on over to rockauto.com today and purchase your car parts and needs. And of course, tell them that we sent you. Put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section. Locked On Flames continues. Have you entered the Matthew Kachuk giveaway yet? Head on over to my Twitter at JustBelmosto to check it out. Alrighty, so we knew that when the Flames traded for Nikita Zadorov that he was, because he was an RFA, uh, they were going to more than likely go to arbitration. And arbitration is not like that big of a deal. People think it's just, you know, oh, these players and teams can't come to an agreement. Like the player's greedy, the team's too cheap. You know, it, it's not that. It's kind of a, just a way to, I don't want to say meet in the middle, but it's a great way to have a third party establish your pay because they're unbiased they are looking at your stats they are looking at I I don't know what they look at but you know they look at stats and they look (laughs) they look at the bigger picture and I don't think that that's necessarily something the either parties can do uh neutrally so you know arbitration is is fine going to arbitration does not mean that a deal is not getting done or anything like that. So <laughs> Zadorov signed for a whopping 3.75 for one year. And if you look at Zadorov's stats, you know that he is not that good. <laughs> he is uh, making way too much money for the player that he is. And it's kind of close. It's like a million dollars less than what Elias Lindholm is making. And I understand like defense and offense obviously two different positions but it's a little too close (laughs) for my liking uh you know it's just I again the flames went after him because he is a big dude and that is what Daryl Sutter likes he kind of takes those penalty minutes and by kind of I mean excessively and it's just it's you know it's only one year okay it's one year and um, we just kind of have to swallow it, swallow our pride and say things happen. And I, I, this year's defense confuses me, not because I don't think it's going to be able to work, but because you are trying to fill the shoes and skates and fill the presence of uh, Geo. And do I think that players like Tanev and Hannafin are going to step up and really do their best to do that? I think so. I think that both of them showed really strong talent last year. I think that as long as they both stay healthy, I'm knocking on wood because we know if like if you know, you know, (laughs) I just am very curious to see who pairs up with who. I know that there are a lot of hypotheticals out there, and I know that a lot of players are 
uh, or sorry, a lot of people are pairing Tanev and Anderson and Hannafin and Valimaki and Zadorov and Mackey. And it just, oh, my head hurts thinking about it because I am not somebody who can like look at stats and tell you, okay, like this is, well, yes, I can in a basic sense of terms, like evaluate and like compare, but I can't tell you all these things that people like J Fresh Hockey, Evolving Wild, uh, all, all these fantastic people can, can do and just how they break it down. But, you know, it makes me nervous because I do feel like that is an overpayment and ugh, ugh, it's like the TikTok sound. I like you have a cupcake. I like you have a cupcake. Ooh, that's how I feel about that contract. But anyways, in a little bit brighter news, Valimaki was signed to a $1.55 million deal for the next two years. And I think that this is a, a bargain. I think that this was easy to get done simply because Valimaki did have a bit of a struggling year last year. He was slotting in and out of the lineup. And I think that there just wasn't enough consistency from him and it wasn't necessarily his fault i think a lot of players especially the young guys were just struggling to adjust from the ahl to the nhl level in a very odd situation for the flames between the pandemic the coaching changes and everything else going on you know i don't fault the players for anything here i think that it's a learning curve. No one just, well, yes, yeah, some players do just come into the league and find immediate success. But, you know, that's not the reality for everyone. And I think that Valimaki just needs a little extra time to learn. And, you know, you can't fault him for that. You can't fault anyone for that. And especially with the new assistant coach hires and things like that, you're going to see younger guys who played in Stockton have more success because he was the Stockton coach and it's huge to have somebody who knows these younger guys kind of advocate for them and play you know the cards right for them I don't think by any means it's a done deal that you know he'll be playing 20 minutes a night or anything like that but having somebody coach you at the way that you know how to be coached when your own head coach doesn't really like the young players is that's big so I think that it's definitely going to be interesting to see really how that goes over for the team as a whole and especially guys like Valimaki and Connor Mackey who remains the only RFA unsigned for the Calgary Flames and Part of that has me wondering if it's because he didn't get a lot of playing time and they're just trying to figure out a two-way deal, if they only want, a, you know, an NHL deal, if they only want, you know, like I think in most cases they would want a two-way deal with him, but you do have to settle on salary and of course the long-term, short-term sort of thing there, so I would not expect him to be traded I don't think that that's anything really on the table by any means but I would expect you know a two-year deal coming down the pipeline um probably nothing north of 800,000 I you know I don't think that that's 
unrealistic and um you, you know you hope for the best you really do so you know with all these young guys coming in and emerging into their fourth year uh or fourth season really it's kind of important to remember that uh some of their most of their career has been spent in a bubble or in a pandemic where they haven't been able to blossom into a full NHL player. I think that there have been a lot of hesitancies coming from Daryl Sutter on playing these younger guys. We saw it in those final four games against the Canucks. I don't even think that he wanted to play them in that final game of the season. That's just my opinion. Please don't come for me. But we have to see. We'll have to wait. Um, I am definitely interested to see how these players compare to their last season once we kind of hit the midway point are we truly seeing any improvement are we seeing any sort of regression what are we seeing what are we working with but you know cheers to them and hopefully there's something coming down the pipeline that will really make the needle move Coming up next, we are going to grade and rate Brad Tree Living's offseason. And, you know, I think a lot of people thought that this was at a standstill. And, of course, you got to do what you got to do. And it is perfectly okay to be critical of your general manager or anyone on the team that you root for. But in order to get you through those long days of ranting on Twitter or Facebook or podcasting, you should try Built Bar. Built Bar is an amazing protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Absolutely love having them before I go to class or work. On my 15-minute lunch break for work, they're great. You know, I tend to reach for those more than going to the food court because they fill me up more, and quite honestly, they taste a lot better than greasy, expensive pizza. So Built Bar has a variety of flavors that you can demolish and add to your diet. They are high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, low in calories, low in carbs. They are fantastic for anybody trying to lose or maintain weight. You know, winter's coming, so you might you might want to treat yourself a little bit more. And Built Bar has that for you. Head on over to builtbar.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. BetOnline AG is a fantastic place to place all of your bets. If you are somebody who loves betting on NF on the NFL, you can head on over to do that. Who is going to be the starting quarterback for week one of the Patriots season? Are we going to see Mac Jones? Are we going to see Cam Newton? How long is Urban Meyer going to last in Jacksonville? Let's be honest. There's some, some tiffs going on there. And, of course, Major League Baseball playoff Playoffs are right around the corner. The Yankees are on an 11-game win streak. Red Sox are not doing too hot. And the San Francisco Giants are looking fantastic. So head on over to BetOnlineAG today and use promo code LOCKED15 with your first deposit to get a 50% welcome bonus. Sign up today. It's free, completely free to sign up. And then you make your first deposit and earn a 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKEDON. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. 
you know, this offseason has been a weird one. I feel like the Flames just have not done anything to move the needle enough to consider this team a contender. Brad Tree Living has had, this is his eighth offseason in Calgary, and I don't think it's been impressive. I think that the Blake Coleman signing is great and pretty cool, but is he going to be the Blake Coleman that we've gotten to know and love? Why haven't there been any, you know, rumblings or whisperings of a trade to get done? Where, and I know, the realistic, I, it is very unrealistic that Jack Eichel was going to come to Calgary in the first place. But why wouldn't you put all your eggs in one basket and make that call to Buffalo and say, what can we do to get this done? I don't know what Tree Living's waiting for. I don't know if there's something, you know, I, I just, I don't understand. And then you hear rumblings of uh, Sean Monahan for Jake DeBrusque and it, you're just, you're scratching your head because what does another left shot left winger do for this team? Absolutely nothing. And you don't get any sort of benefit of having Jake DeBrusque playoff wing. He had a very down year last year because he played off on the right side. And it's just not realistic to trade for him and put him on, you know, put him off his wing. And he's not going to be the playoff star that you need him to be or, you know, to make the push for the playoffs. And it's just, it's very confusing to me because I think a lot of people are connected to that name or like attached to the uh, name Jake DeBrusque simply because he is from Alberta. And I remember jokingly tweeting about it and kind of like throwing that name out there probably, I think it was last off season, honestly. And people like started clinging to it. And I was like, no, 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 guys, I was just joking around. And um, now it's kind of turned into this. But I don't think that DeBrusque is the guy that the Flames need to be going after. Also, again, Sean Monaghan is not going to be traded. He's, he's coming off a of surgery, coming off of a down year. It's um, not realistic. His trade value is probably at an all-time low. And I, just it's not realistic. And... Tree Living needs to, he needs to do something. Signing Michael Stone is not the answer. It's just, it's not. I hate to say it. Um, I, I know that there's probably like approximately like two Michael Stone stands out there and maybe you listen to this show, but I, I just don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that he's the answer. And why not? Again, let's go back to the main topic at hand here. Why would you not put all your eggs in one basket for Jack Eichel? I don't think that this is an issue where uh, you don't have the pieces for it. You, Because you do. You absolutely do. But at the same time, why won't Buffalo kind of... I think it comes back to Taylor Hall, the Taylor Hall deal, and them getting fleeced in that for Anders Bjork in a second because... Taylor Hall had a very down year in Buffalo, and then he came to Boston and had actual players around him, and he, you know, flourished. So I don't think that people are going to be able to lowball uh, for Jack Eichel the way that they did with Taylor Hall. I'm very interested in seeing, 
what happens, really? Uh, I just, I don't think that Brad Tree Living has had an unsuccessful offseason, but I also don't think he's had a successful one. I think, again, middle of the road offseason, middle of the road hockey for the Flames. There is nothing, like there is no superstar on this team at the moment considering the seasons that, you know, Kachuk had and Gaudreau had. I just, I don't, no one is getting me excited for this team. And that's that's really unfortunate because I do enjoy covering this team and I love watching them. I look forward to the Battle of Alberta games, but I just, I feel like there is still a lot of room for this team to get better. And unfortunately, they just haven't done that yet. So, you know, Tree Living has his work cut out for him still, again, and I'm very interested to see if anything happens between now and when camps start. I know that they have made some hirings in terms of scouting. I would love to see more hires in terms of, you know, um, data and analytics, and I think my cat would too as well. I don't know if you can hear him. But it's just, it's frustrating because I know that this team has potential, but there seems to be one person that's holding them back, and that person is kind of guiding the ship. So if we want to avoid the Titanic and crashing into an iceberg, maybe we pass the reins over to someone else. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. Jess Belmosto here, who is always so excited to have you with us and make sure to... Follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto, enter the Matthew Kachuk giveaway, and tune in to tomorrow's episode of Locked on Flames. You never know what we're going to talk about or who we might have on as a guest. You never know.